This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Benny, they want me to lead off because I played a future in the Eastern Conference, and some people will probably laugh, but preseason I, I played. I didn't laugh at you. I played the Bucks 8-1 to one because that was a very disrespectful price on the defending champion. So I have the Bucks plus 800, the Nets to win the title. That was uh, before James Harden was moved. And then I played the Celtics because right now to represent the East in the finals, they're plus 700. Uh, they've been lights out really for like the last two and a half months. Marcus Smart. Looks much better when he's not there with Kyrie or Kemba Walker. Um, Jason Tatum has been awesome, and they're playing great team basketball. What are your thoughts on Boston representing the East? Sucker bet, or uh, do you think that's good value right now, 7-1? to one? Hey, defense wins championships, and right now the Boston Celtics are the team that's giving up the least amount of points per 100 possessions in the entire NBA right now. So they're already playing the kind of basketball that actually wins for you in the playoffs. I think they're 8-2 and two in their last 10 games right now. Shot all the way up from being in that play-in spot to – I think they're up to the four seed right now. They're, they're, I don't know, half a game ahead or half a game behind the Sixers at the moment. Um, pretty much half a game behind the Bucks as well. So they're only like two or three games out of the number one seed overall. So I don't hate it. I, I like the Boston Celtics. I like the way they're playing right now. I like that Derek White addition that they had as well. There's – there's a lot of positives with the Celtics right now. What'd you get them at? Seven to one? Yeah, seven to one. I don't hate that at seven to one. Right. Yeah, I that's mean, not bad at all. Yeah, it's just the thing is, man, it's like, you know, and granted, like, you know, their best performance was in the bubble as well when they went to the Eastern Conference Finals, but it's just like you look at um, some of these other teams. Like, I do really like Miami. Like, I think probably your best value mm-hmm. bet might be Miami. But Milwaukee mm-hmm. just, I need to see, like, is Brooke Lopez, what's he going to look like come playoff time? Because he was really good for them. And I think the loss of P.J. Tucker will come back to haunt him maybe. And I have them anyway. And then with some of these other teams, like I don't know that I fully trust Philadelphia. Some nights Harden and Beat. I mean, Harden and Beat are great, right? But I worry about the depth on that team. And then with Brooklyn, if Kyrie's not going to play home games, I just think 7-1 to one is a really good price with Boston, and they're playing their best basketball right now. And, like, I didn't know, you know, you know when Brad left, like, the bench, because I thought he was a very underrated coach. I just kind of... Hated the roster the last couple of years, but I don't know, man. They just, they're well coached. They're playing great defense, like you said. And I think Tatum is like, if, if you're going to make a bet, you want a guy that in the last five minutes of a game could go off for like 15 points. And I think he's capable of doing that. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, they have been very, very good lately. And again, I think it all started with the defense for them because it's a team that's always been able to score. You know, they're not one of those huge scoring teams. They're not the team that's putting up 125, 130 a game. But they're going to get their, you know, 105 to 120 in there. And if they can hold teams to, you know, 105 or below, which is something that they've done, you know, in quite a few of their games recently. I mean, this Celtics team, like I said, defense is what wins championships. There's a reason that's an old adage that everybody uses right now. It's also why I like that Miami team that you mentioned, too. Miami is one of those teams this year that I think people are still sleeping on. But 
they have a trend that is something that I always like to look at come playoff time. And I don't even know if a lot of people realize we're like 10 games left in the NBA season. I said that. That's crazy. I literally said that to my girl today. I'm like, yo, there's only 10 games left in the NBA season. This is over. Yeah, we got like two, two, maybe three weeks total. I think it's like 21 days until the play-in game right now. So three weeks total here. But Miami's one of those teams that actually comes in ranked in the top of the league for not only points per 100 possessions that they score, but also in the lowest range for points per 100 possessions allowed. And when you have a team that's a dual qualifier like that, that's in the top 10 of both of those two stats, those are the teams that you want to look at to make a run. Phoenix was one of those teams last year that people slept on. Miami, when they made their run to the championship a couple years ago, was one of those teams. It's one of those stats that, you know, people don't put enough into. But, again, think about it. I mean, it's basketball. If you could score – better than everybody else and you could defend better than everybody else you should be one of those teams that everybody's looking at to make it to the finals and a lot of times if you look at those two stats that's where you can find some of those teams that people are sleeping on a little and again this year i think miami is another one of those teams that qualifies in both of those both of those sides of the coin yeah and has a lot more upside than people are giving them credit for and i want to talk about uh some western conference teams we need to talk about defense winning championships people maybe being teams maybe being slept on a couple of teams come to mind uh, you've got the Memphis Grizzlies uh, at 22 to one to win it all, and I know it's a stacked West given the fact that the Suns are there and they exist, and the Warriors obviously are our favorites as well at I think plus 650. Um, but they've been all up over the place. I mean, they've got issues with Draymond Green, they've got issues with Wiggins. They're probably going to slip down past the Jazz right now, who are surging right behind them. And uh, on top of that, you also have the Dallas Mavericks. Both of those teams are in the top 10 in terms of defensive rating right now. The Mavericks right now are sixth, and the Memphis Grizzlies are seven. Um, between those teams, what, who do you think actually has a real shot to go deep? I would rather have Memphis than Dallas there for, you know, to go back to the same reason. You mentioned that both of the defenses are good. The difference between those two teams to me is the offenses because Memphis, not only are they really good on that side of the ball, but they're also, depending on what, what numbers you're looking at here, they're ranked in the top five in most categories when it comes to some of the offensive things on the side of the ball too. So when you have a team that can score, you have a team that can defend. Like I said, those are the teams that make the biggest run here. They also have a little bit of a better record right now, which is going to give them a little bit of an easier path. I mean, the West is so stacked up there at the top with like those top five or six teams there. Um, and then you, I mean, even some of the teams at the bottom, like right now, the Lakers are a 10 seed. Not that I think the Lakers are a great team, but maybe Anthony Davis comes back. Come on, you baby. still have LeBron James. Now you're talking about language. Now you're talking about language. Well, listen, I, I, again, I'm not, it's not something that I want to back or put money on. I still think people are overvaluing them. Yeah. But when you look at it at the end of the day, when it comes down to the playoffs, if all these guys are going to play 40 minutes, then the team that has the most superstars and the best players and the best talent on the floor, there's an advantage to that as well. So, you know, I I haven't liked this team. I haven't liked the way the Lakers look. I don't think the Russell Westbrook addition was really something that has helped them. But then again, I mean, you know, I never really want to bet against LeBron. I've seen, is this team worse than the Cavs team he took to the finals? I mean, you know, how do you factor in like four air balls a game by Russell Westbrook? Like, how do you factor that into your? We don't bets? have the let's not, put this, let's not put this here. He's playing a hell of a well, game tonight. Let's not put this in the Anthony, air. 
Yeah, when you have Anthony Davis, at least one of those air balls turns into an alley oop. So You're you only right. really have two or three to worry about there. You know, that's facts. <laughs> that's, a, that's actually, that's a, actually great, a great. That's pass. a great stat. We need we need to be able to translate that into. It's a like stat. a hockey assist, but it's called an air ball assist. Yes, a, it's it's a Russell is what we'll call it. How many Russells turn into actual <laughs> points? We're joined now by a guy Benny Ricciardi of FTN Bets uh, here. You can check out the podcast Bet MGIP tonight. When we're finished with him, to listen to all the great insight and banter, I got to ask you about another Western Conference team. The Golden State Warriors, and this is really quickly. We've got about 120 mm-hmm. seconds here. No Steph Curry. Um, he's out indefinitely. This team has just been fighting injuries all year long. How do you feel about this Warriors team heading heading into the postseason? Right now they're plus 650 to win it all. And then in the Western Conference, they're sitting there at plus 275 to win the conference behind the Suns, plus 140. Do you think this Warriors team can get themselves together fast enough to make a real run that, that they want to make? Or just think, do, you, do you think they can overcome all these injuries that they've had? I mean, you said we don't have a lot of time, so I'm just going to say no. Like, no is the answer here right now with everything going on there. But I will give you one thing about the Warriors. For everybody out there who gambles, here's a little thing to think about here with the Warriors, right? So you had Steph Curry just go down. You have Draymond Green coming back right now. When you look at the total, this is already one of those teams that has, like, the fourth worst percentage of cashing over so far this year in the entire NBA. So this is definitely an under kind of team. You take out the pace that Steph gives them. You take out the plus scoring that Steph gives them. You take away the minus defense that Steph gives them. And then you add in a good defender in Draymond Green, who is also a bad offensive player. Not only has this team been playing under all season, but I would be looking for them to be playing under by an even wider margin going forward. When you take out a, you know, offensive point positive player like Steph and put in a point negative player like Draymond Green on both sides of the ball, Bet the Warriors under for the next two weeks. I think you're going to get a lot of uh, a lot of positive caches out of that. Well, Benny, also you kind of played that timing perfectly. So one more quick one: <laughs> ten games left in the NBA season. What's your NBA Finals matchup? My NBA Finals matchup. I honestly think that Brooklyn comes out of the East. Ooh. Of all those teams there, when Brooklyn is playing their best, I Brooklyn's ceiling I think is higher than everybody else's. So for me, I think Brooklyn comes out of the East, out of the West. You know what? There's just too many injuries for me to say that right now. Is Chris Paul going to be back? If he is, Wednesday. I love the Phoenix Suns. They've been, yeah, they've been, but is he going to be 100%? Exactly. Like, that's what we need to see. Yeah. Because they're, they're 10 games better than anybody else in the league right now with their record. This is one of the best teams in the NBA this year. They're on a mission this season. If they stay healthy, I think they're the team that's going to be there. So I would love to see a Phoenix-Brooklyn final. Maybe that's just me because I have money on both those teams already. <laughs> but those are the two teams that I'm hoping make it there. So that's what I'm looking at. This is why we got to ask all the extra questions. We get to the root of the analysis. Why Benny yeah. likes the Brooklyn Nets against the <laughs> Phoenix Suns? Because he has money on both of those teams. Benny, thank you so much for joining us. Can't wait to talk to you next week. Oh, anytime, man. You guys know. Good luck.